Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bible Brothers, the podcast where we read the Bible from front to back, and that's everything we do. My name is Robert Padnick. With me, as always, is Dan Klein. Hey, Dan. Hi, Robert. Thank you so much for having me on the show. You're welcome. And um, it's just going to be a really classic, chill episode. That's it. What can you Let's say? Get into it. Let's get. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we're so close to the end of Exodus. It's so bad. Oof. What do you think is going to happen this week? I think the same. I like. I don't want you to tune out in ten seconds into the podcast, dear listener. But I think it's going to be rough. I think we're in for it. I think we're in for it. I mean, last <laughs> last episode. Do, do podcasts talk about, openly talk about, do they say like, oh, the last thing we did was the worst thing we've ever done? Like, does that come up? I, I, I mean, not, I guess it's not a leading question. Honest. I'm not going to tell you where I'm going with this, but do okay. podcasts do that? I would say on average, no. I don't think this American Life Ira Glass has ever said. Was like, no. woof. And that one was a stinker. <laughs> and please, thank please. You, thank you to our reporters, but you guys beefed it. Yeah, that was an F. No thanks. We just don't want to hear about, I don't know, the last episode was about uh, coincidences, and that was a mistake. Oh, oh that was, that you're still doing the impression of This American Life, what a Yeah, like, we talked about working on the weekend, and woof. Or what if they were just like, last week, for one of our stories, we read part of Exodus from the Bible, and woof. And yeah, I mean, that would be a very, that would be much more close to what we're dealing with. <laughs> If that's what they said. A real, real stinker. Yeah, I think we're headed straight into the Straight into the garbage bin. Yeah, it's not even going to be a fun drop into the garbage bin. It's just a flop and you're in it. You're just in it and you stay in it and you wallow in it. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to bring my best, you know, all I could say is I'm going to bring my best... I'm going to bring my most vigor to this reading. That's what we've been hoping for is more. the more vigor, the better. I think, um, you know, it, it allowed us to get a little silly last week. We were kind of loopy um, from the monotony of it. So who knows what will come up? Yeah, some people get loopy on alcohol or drugs or partying too hard. We get it from <laughs> such bad a, Bible verses. Such a boring section of the Bible that we can't help it. That our brains turn off and... We don't know yeah, what we're saying anymore. Yeah, you get a buzz going. Yeah, so that's cool. Maybe we'll get a buzz like off right out the gates. Yeah. If if the first verse is bad enough, it might launch us. Yeah, kick us into that nice sweet buzz where you're. You know, in the, what's that on. game where you could uh, shoot the moon? Gin. Shoot the moon. Spades. Oh, you ever play Spades? The card game. Yeah. I have, but it's been a long time, I think. It's like basically most, you could either try to get the most points. I might I might be doing the opposite. You either, basically, you're trying to either get the most points or if you get no points, you basically win. I love when games have like a suicide option. There's a suicide kind of extreme option. Yes. It's like it's the complete opposite of the rest of the game. And if you're nuts enough to do it, you can win. And so that's why I'm kind of hoping it's like this chapter is so bad, it, but it has to be kind of perfectly bad mm-hmm. that it's amazing. It could be. that. That's one thing to hope for, actually. Because they are getting worse. Yes. Yeah. It has been getting consistently worse. So they might pop out the other side. Let's let's see what happens. And in the meantime, we've got a brand new, a ding-a-ding-a-dingy God Squad member. Give it up for Rachel. Rachel. A classic Bible name. Giving to the Bible Brothers. How do you like that? I already forget who Rachel was in the Bible. And I know she's a huge one. 
I think she was a wife of some kind. Was that who wh- was she? The one was, by the well. I think who so. Was like, oh, you, you, you're a good match for so and so because you gave me water. Yeah, your camel's thirsty. Yeah, I think that was Rachel. Yeah, I think so too. Or there was Rachel and Leah, but was that yeah, the same person? Sisters, sisters. Were they in the baby off? Remember when they were like yeah. popping out babies left? I and right? think so. It was Leah and someone else, and I want to say Rachel. They had the yeah the baby race. All right, that's close enough. So sad that like after, you know, like our goal is to learn about the Bible and <laughs> this is what we're left with. Oh, yeah, she's in the Bible. Yes, for I sure. remember that name, which I already knew. I knew that yeah. before reading the Bible. No, for sure. She's in the Bible. Well, what we could do is um, maybe for a patron episode uh, for the God Squad, we could do like some quizzes to refresh our memories and see how well we we test because there are many websites that have Bible quizzes on them. Yes, including the one that I look at every day. All right, let's let's maybe that'll spice things up. Yeah, we're close. We're gonna. This is gonna be the probably penultimate episode before we uh, finish Exodus. We're gonna have a special end of Exodus episode, and then we're probably gonna do some bonus content for the patrons between books. And also, just a quick correction to uh, God Squad. We had a God Squad member named Cass, if you recall, and we guessed that it was uh, a woman. But it's not. Cass is a man. And he let me know. Nice. And he also said, don't stop. Hey, buddy, it's Cass. It's Cass here. It's Cass and I'm a man. I'm a cattle rancher. Cassidy, perhaps. It's exactly what it is, I think. And apparently Cass claimed that it's a gender neutral name, but has started to go more towards women, which tends to happen with names. Oh, really? But it started as gender neutral. Once they start tending towards female names, people, I think, get too afraid to name their boys that again, which is a cool quality of masculinity. (laughs) Yeah, but and yet I feel like boy names can definitely like it's cute when a girl takes that exactly i think that's the issue boy names can go girl but girl names can't go boy yeah it's hard it's hard to make that uh shift like who is going to name their boy the who's going to be the one to name their boy the girl's name and be like ain't it cute right too afraid of the judgments of society Mm, that's sad it is sad well i don't have kids yet i'm gonna do it nice you're claiming it right here claiming it (laughs) okay the girliest name what is the girliest name vivian oh yeah Sally? No. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Vivian. <laughs> <laughs> Though if Viv, I could almost see someone be like, no, 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 that's that's also short for a boy's name. Yeah, Viv, Vivter. Cheryl? Cheryl's good. Tatiana? Tatiana's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to think of names on the spot. Like, I could really only have like a few names in my head. I was really just kind of getting a little down on myself that I can't even think of a, a name. I can't think of a name. <laughs> like the only name that comes to mind is robert yeah <laughs> that's, like, that's a good I, one yeah because yeah. you're looking at me right yes yeah. uh robert cooper w- cooper pelts is a name, is a name. um <laughs> what oh yeah cass cassidy yeah okay email us with your names bible brothers podcast at gmail.com dan will personally get back to you what's the girliest name i will name my first child that oh, boy yeah. or girl guaranteed guaranteed well should we get into it let's just read this bible thing all right here we go I do feel a little like when you start work yeah. and you're already kind of on, not on your front foot. No, no. Yeah. You're, yeah, and you're like, oh boy, this was already going to be a hard longer. day. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. I was hoping the conversation would just take us straight to lunch, but it doesn't seem but, that's uh, going to happen. So <laughs> Time to roll up your sleeves. You <laughs> <laughs> came in with some direction that we have to do and now we're stuck doing it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Here we go. Open up your Bibles to Exodus chapter 38. 
and he made the altar of burnt offering of shittim wood. Five cubits was the length thereof, and five cubits the breadth thereof. It was four square and three cubits the height thereof. <laughs> well, at least shittim wood was mentioned, but here we go. No setup. No setup. It's all yeah. It's a he. So I, maybe they're still talking about Betzalel. Betzalel. At least at this point, they just assume it's like some guy's building this thing. Who cares? Yeah, and yeah, we know it's not Moses. We know it's not Moses. The guy has not been involved. He just walked away. He walked away chapters ago. (laughs) Nowhere to be found. (laughs) From his own book. That's true. He's the one that's writing this. Technically, he's supposed to be. That's probably why they didn't call this chapter, this book, uh, Moses. That's true. They wanted it to be. He probably lost the right. It was going to be Moses. And you're like, Moses, you got to stay in it. Yeah. What happened here at the end? What did you do? Negotiations didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They thought they maybe some... You know, executives were too worried that Moses wasn't going to have the star power to carry the whole book. So they were like, let's get this young guy Betzalel in there. Maybe he'll launch be like the new guy spinoff show. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. Cool artisan. Yeah, bad artisan. Yeah, bad artisan. (laughs) He's like a grump. (laughs) Bad artisan. He's supposed to be a good, normal artisan, but this guy's a bad attitude about it. He has a bad attitude about being an artisan, (laughs) but he always comes through. He does. And you know what? He does end up in the end has a pretty decent heart and he's warming up to the Israelites. Maybe his like um, apprentice mm. is like a precocious child. Right. Get out of here. I need to focus on my art. I don't have time to be a, a dad as well. And then at the end of the pilot, you know, he the, th- the thing, the shittim wood altar, he ends up giving that to the little kid. Yeah. You know, like as a nice gesture. And you're like, oh, bad artisan has like, you know, he's got a soft spot. So we got a new show out of this at least. <laughs> I hope someone from NBC is listening. I think all of our listeners are executives at NBC. Let me just see how long this chapter is. <laughs> oh, it's a... <laughs> I was like, how close are we to the end? Did that, did that take us through? No, no. we're Okay, we're good. And he made the horns thereof on the four corners of it. The horns thereof were of the same. And he overlaid it with... Dan, what do you overlay it with? Probably gold, Not gold. or bronze. Brass. Brass, brass. Bra- it says bronze it with brass. in mind. I do like that there's horns, though. That's kind of a fun little touch. Yeah, you're like, wait a second. Is this a shrine to the devil? Yeah. Devil horns, baby. <laughs> Put some horns on this. Rock sucker. and roll, heavy metal. <laughs> And he made all the vessels of the altar, the pots and the shovels and the basins and the flesh hooks and the fire pans, all the vessels thereof made he of brass. And he made for the altar a brassen gate of network under the compass thereof beneath unto the midst of it. There are a lot of prepositions of in that verse. Prepositions? Under, beneath unto the midst you could just say that and i would think you were reading yeah that that was the bible yeah unto under the myths per adventure <laughs> per chance yeah we tomorrow. can make like a random bible generator yes yeah bot that <laughs> that just makes new bible books and he cast four rings for the four ends of the grate of brass to be places for the staves and he made the staves of shittim wood Ooh. and overlaid them with brass I'm trying to make like a little little brass surprise. I put a little pause before what they're what material they're using each time. You, so it's like, like in a concert when the singer holds the microphone out for the audience to sing. Yeah, it's like what did they make it out of brass? Brass. <laughs> what did they and make what the, about staves the staves? Shit on wood. Shit on I'll try it. We'll try that. And he put the staves into the rings of the sides of the altar to bear it withal. He made the altar hollow with. 
Shit em wood. Yeah, mine says boards. Yeah, mine says planks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Next verse. And he made the laver of brass. The foot of it of brass. Of the looking glasses of the women assembling, which assembled at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. What? <laughs> sort of petered out a little bit. <laughs> Didn't keep the audience as excited. They're like, uh, uh what? I of the tabernacle. Uh. And he made the court on the south side southward. The hangings of the court were of brass. No. Oh. Fine twined linen. <laughs> of course. Fine twine linen. Fine twine linen linen make me feel so fine. By the way, correction on my part, we learned, was the song I was thinking of that your white band... UB40. ...repurposed. The song I was thinking of was the white band. Was the UB40 version. That's probably the most famous one. Yeah, and I kept saying, what was... Who are these people? I'm talking about a different song, but I was the dummy. Well, good on you to have thought, like, this couldn't be white people singing a song like this. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's pretty upsetting. But is the guy who's... Everyone in that band is white, right? I don't know if everyone is, actually. Because you know there's that breakdown where they say, fine twine linen make me feel so fine. Of course. Is that a white guy? But that that might not... They might not all be white. That I don't know. If you want to look at that real fast, it would give us a few seconds before having to read about more brass so no 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 i've stalled <laughs> okay. enough anyway just i want to make a correction thank you okay but they yes the the, the south side southward hangings were fine twine linen, fine twine and, linen of course and um they were 100 cubits cubits okay. their pillars were 20 and their brass and sockets 20 the hooks of the pillars and the fillets were of brass no oh. silver dang <laughs> <laughs> Silver, you just guessing? of course. I am just guessing because... Oh, good. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, it, the wording is so different in my version at this point. It's, it's, it's very difficult for me to know exactly where you're at. Okay, well, that's good. That's fun. Mm-hmm. And for the north side, the hangings were 100 cubits. Their pillars were 20 and their sockets of brass, 20. The hooks of the... Brass. The hooks of the pillars and the fillets of... Brass. No, silver. Silver. Ah, he's on... We're talking about like silver, silver now. now. I know. I see that. And for the west side were hangings of 50 cubits, their pillars 10 and their sockets 10, the hooks of the pillars and their fillets of... Silver! (laughs) Yeah. All right. And for the east side eastward, 50 cubits. The hangings of the one side of the gate were 15 cubits, their pillars 3 and their sockets 3. And for the other side of... (laughs) Dan's fist is... Yeah, in the air. In the air, ready to rock, but I don't think... Oh, we're... Okay, okay. And for the other side of the court gate of this hand and that hand were hangings of 15 cubits, their pillars three and their sockets three. All the hangings of the court round about were of... Silver. No, Dan, okay. Brass. I'll give you a cl- No. Oh. They're hangings. 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 You can't make Oh, hangings. fine twine linen. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, th- I was thinking of like hooks hanging. Oh, yeah. And I was starting to get the pattern that it was each wall that was silver. Right. And okay, so now the hangings are fine but twine linen. But I have to linen. pay attention that the hangings are different. Fine twine linen. FTL. FTL. And the sockets for the pillars were, uh, I mean, we could do this all day. <laughs> yes, I'm trying. Uh, okay, and the sockets for the pillars were of, now they're sockets. These I know. are like very functional brass yep okay cool (laughs) but the hooks of the pillars and their fillets of and fillets are a decorative element silver yes okay i'm seeing what his thinking is now too brass is yeah more functional silver is more decorative and fine twine linen is just is for cloth and beautiful (laughs) and the overlayings of their chapiters of 
Now, chapters are, I believe, the tops of columns, and they're decorative. Silver. Yes. Okay. And all the pillars of the court were filleted with... Silver. Yes. Ooh. What is filleted? Filleted? I think we learned it's like, yeah, fillet of fish. <laughs> it's a sandwich. I think, but I'm not sure that it's like, if you fillet something, like the coal, the pillars were filleted. It means you like put a seam through it. Like you, I think you cut it. So it is like a fillet almost. Yeah. You cut it and you fill in the cut with silver. Thin flat molding uses a separation between or ornamentation for larger moldings. Well, anyway, do you want to guess what the... Silver? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay. You nailed that verse. Okay, nice. Honestly, this is the most engaged I've been, so this is nice. <laughs> I feel like I'm learning tricks to like engage. A, like if I were a kindergarten teacher, I would use this trick. I would just be like, just guess the words. Like, okay, I guess I got to pay attention now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, on, I'm, I'm up. If this would help you wake up, you know, let me read a little bit and you guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's fun for me too. And the hanging for the gate of the court was needlework. You would have never guessed that. No. Of blue and purple and scarlet and and fine twined linen. And 20 cubits was the length and the height and the breadth was five cubits answerable to the hangings of the court. That's cool. Answerable. I'm like just now I'm entertained if there's just a new word in the Bible. And the hangings of the court. I like that. It makes me think of like um, a retired basketball jersey hanging over the court. Me too. There it is. MJ's jersey. And the pillars were four, and their sockets of brass four, their hooks of silver, and the overlaying of their chapiters, and their fillets of silver. And all the pins of the tabernacle and of the court roundabout were of brass. Brass. I would not have known that. That was like too many materials. Well, it was just the pins. It was the pins. It's functional. Brass. It's functional. This is the sum of the tabernacle, even of the tabernacle of testimony, as it was counted according to the commandment of Moses, for the service of the Levites by the hand of Ithamar, son to Aaron the priest. And Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, made all that the Lord commanded Moses. It sounds like, so Moses is back there a little bit, says that Moses commanded them. So maybe he's not as far away as I was imagining. He's like sitting in a chair watching. Yeah, I think he's like the overseer of this. But yeah, like we've been away from him because he just said, get this done, but I don't need to be here for this. No, I'll stop in every once in a while and make sure things are still getting done on the schedule that we've agreed to. But yeah, other than that, like there's not much I can do. Yeah, but I guess this guy Ithamar was also involved. Yeah, Ithamar. Welcome. Welcome to the God Squad? (laughs) To the Bible? Where do you like, Ithamar? (laughs) What's your favorite shape? Oh yeah, let us know, man. And with him was Aholiab, son of Ahisamach, of the ta- of the tribe of Dan. Hey, Dan. Don, remember? Oh, right, shoot. I know, it hurts. An engraver and a cunning workman and an embroiderer in blue and in purple and in scarlet and fine linen. A cunning workman. Now, is that in reference to his workmanship or like he just is, he's like, like a, a cunning sly person. little yeah. devil and he <laughs> yes. is a workman. Right. <laughs> like we hate this guy. He tricks he's us like, and steals things. He, he's, yeah, he's a, we don't even know if he's good or bad as a workman, but he is a cunning person. It's true. He's, yeah, like can, he outsmarts us at every turn. He's constantly like doing a somersault in, to hide. Yes, and doing like little sleight of hand. And hacking. Again, he's Ithamar has tricked me. Is that what his name is? He got me Aholiab. Aholiab. All the gold that was occupied for the work and all the work of the holy place, even the gold of the offering, was 29 talents and 730 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. It says 2,200 pounds in mine. Of gold. Of gold. 
So like so a, a talent is like a, some sort of measurement of gold. 2,200 pounds. That's a lot of gold, guys. 2,200 pounds. In the tabernacle, this thing that's like mostly just curtains, they, they're going to use that much gold? I'm going to ask you a question. I know neither of us know. How much does gold weigh? Like a brick of gold? Yeah. I don't know. Can I look that up? Sure. So all these like weird websites that you end up going on. You're just going through every website? How much does a gold bar weigh? It's not good. For for one, there's <laughs> there's a protein powder <laughs> called weight gain, twenty two hundred gold. And so there's a lot of pictures of that. <laughs> so maybe that's what they that's not what they're talking about though. I don't think so. And the silver of them that were numbered of the congregation was a hundred talents and a thousand seven hundred and three score and fifteen shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. 7,545 pounds, according to this one. It's a ton of silver. A becca for every man, that is, half a shekel. After the shekel of the sanctuary, for every one that went to be numbered from 20 years old and upward, for 600,000 and 3,550 men. Oh, wow. So is that all the people? Wait, is that, did they just say how many people there are? Well, it looks like, yeah, it looks like they're talking about census stuff. It came from the tax of one-fifth of an ounce of silver collected from each of those registered in the census. This included all the men who were 20 years old or older, 603,550 in all. Of I guess that's of men older than 20? That's So there's 600,000, there's a little more than 600,000 men who are adults. Yeah. Oh, so that's like the first time that we've been told... Straight up. Like a number, here's about how many people there were. Yeah, that surprises me. Way more. It's so many. Than I thought. Me too. I'm still imagining it as like... 20 to 40 people yeah me too because they're still in the desert right they're still lost in the desert i mean and if there were that many israelites that were slaves and stuff how many egyptians Egyptians are there right well a couple things that i'm thinking one is like we don't know how many generations have passed oh oh oh, okay you know so this might not be the original numbers these aren't just the people who left straight up and two like even though they're lost in the desert like i've definitely been thinking like okay there's like 40 guys and they're stuck in the desert now actually then my numbers went up when i learned they needed bureaucracy then i was Mm -hmm. like shoot okay now we're probably talking about like a thousand plus but they might just be lost figuratively. Like without guidance. They could have a whole city because they're stuck in the desert, but they're not yet at the place they want to be. Right. So it's more, yeah, like a metaphorical, you know, they're lost. still yearning for some guidance. Elsewhere. But yeah, that might help explain it to me. Like, it's hard to imagine if there's 600,000 adults that are men, then we're dealing with, you know, double that to just assume there's women and then... All the kids, you know, that's like almost, it's like 2 million people. They can't just be that lost. Lost. I mean, it's like once you have 2 million people somewhere, you're not you lost. are like, a city. You are where you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you, you guys, you're here. Yeah, you're fine. When you're here, you're family. You're family. This is how they created the Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're almost done with this chapter. We kind of walked backwards to the end. And of the hundred talents of silver were cast the sockets of the sanctuary and the sockets of the veil, and a hundred sockets of the of the hundred talents, a talent for a socket. Insane. <laughs> That's insane. That can't be words. <laughs> a talent for a socket. A socket for a veil. Great. Thank you. And of the thousand seven hundred seventy and five shekels he made, hooks for the pillars, and overlaid their chapiters, and filleted them. And the brass of the offering was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. And therewith he made the sockets to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and the brass and altar and the brass and grate for it and 
all the vessels of the altar, and the sockets of the court round about, and the sockets of the court gate, and all the pins of the tabernacle, and all the pins of the court round about. The end. Gotta be an easier way to say that. <laughs> all the pins of the tabernacle of the court in the talons of the silver. Ugh. 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 <laughs> but I will say, you know, good on Aholiab and Betzalel to be this good amongst about two million people. Like, it's kind of cool that at first I was like, there's only one guy working on this. This is kind of nuts. But at the same time now I'm like, I guess he's the most talented one. He's got to be pretty good. He's the best in the city. But aren't they saying all those men? Am I wrong that when we talked about those, all those 600,000 men that they're working on it too? But I feel like they're just bringing the raw material. Oh. But maybe they're doing a, maybe they're doing some. No, no, no. Work. I see what you're, you're probably right. They're bringing the gold and silver and whatnot. Yeah, so they're just kind of mining. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hey, at least we got to meet some talented people. I was really happy, actually, that it, like, started being about people for a second. It's a great lesson in writing, is that you yeah. probably want to make your uh, the focus a person. A human. A human is usually, and if they're not human, at least give them some human-like qualities, like Toy Story. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they act like people, even though they're toys. Yeah, like if the tabernacle talked. Oh, that'd be great. Then we'd be in business. Totally. And then you get a little personality there, you know, so you're invested. If it was just a tabernacle and someone building it, you really lose an audience. Right. Like if a Toy Story were just pure toys and they never came to life. <laughs> That'd be a real problem. <laughs> that movie would just be them sitting in the room for a really long time. Then describing what they look like and how they were built. Yes. And then Andy comes home and brings Buzz Lightyear and then he sits there. Yes. And that would actually be the end of the movie. <laughs> It's one way to make a movie. I'd love to see a super cut of that movie where they just do the scenes where the and you know where they're pretending to be not alive, the toys, and just see what that was like. Super cut, dead toys of Toy Story. <laughs> just <laughs> close-ups of them, and and that would not be a, a compelling movie, I don't think. No, it'd be a good experiment, but not a good movie. A snide note to the writers of the Bible: Do better. Yeah. Well, maybe they will in this chapter, chapter thirty-nine. And of the blue and purple and scarlet, they made cloths of service eh, to do service in the holy place and made the holy garments for Aaron as the Lord commanded Moses. And he made the ephod of gold, blue and purple and scarlet and fine twine linen. FTL. So I feel like we did this. We've, I think we've done this twice. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're back and we're making them all. Everything is getting made again. I feel like I could make an ephod blindfolded at this point. Yeah, and I could certainly make some staves and ouches of gold. Maybe a, pomegran a pomegranate or a ch cherubim. Or a mercy seat. Ah, good old toilet. <laughs> and they did beat the gold into thin plates and cut it into wires to work it in the blue and in the purple and in the scarlet and in the fine linen with cunning work. That's interesting. Little gold into the clothes. Into the cloth. I like it. They made shoulder pieces for it to couple it together. By the two edges was it coupled together. Shredder. Oh yeah, shoulder pieces. They made like, yeah, shredder shoulder pads to spike yeah. his enemies. Yeah, that's cool. It is cool, though you never really saw Shredder use those spikes. Shoulder that blades? He had. Yeah, he had spikes on his hands and on his shoulders. Yeah, because he's like literally a shredder. 
right. but we've never seen him shred. Yeah, he does not. He it's more just the threat of the shred. Yeah, have we ever seen him use his shoulders? I was talking about Shredder this week as well. To a stranger? Uh, yeah, just unbelievable. This thing that I consumed decades ago. Yeah, for Shredder to be coming up this much in your adult life. Yeah. And it wasn't like a person. It wasn't like you personally ran into Shredder, which would be a big deal. It's more just that he's in. He's back in the zeitgeist a little bit. Well, I, I was working on my the show I'm working on, and I was describing this bad guy character at the in the finale, mm. and that when we see her now she's like souped up and ultra powered and i was like like super shredder i mean that was a great that was a cool reveal when super shredder came out yeah scary stuff where were we oh yeah the bible i think yeah i think shredder was just born and the curious girdle of the ephod that was upon it was of the same according to the work thereof of gold blue and purple and scarlet and fine twine linen as the Lord commanded Moses. And they wrought onyx stones enclosed in ouches of gold, graven as signets are graven with the names of the children of Israel. You love ouches of gold, Dan. I love an ouch of gold. Now, we we have they have mentioned this before, the children of Israel, like the different tribes. But why why weren't we introduced to the tribes? Were we not? I don't remember. I, I feel like there was never a, a, like, when Moses and God had their rock show on the mountain, yeah. it wouldn't have been like, Look at us, the children of Israel. All the tribes are here. Let's hear it for the tribe of Don. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. And they like shake their, you know, swords yeah. and shields and stuff. And yeah, there was never any or, or even when they first got out of Israel. And it's like, we did it. All of us made it out. This gang, this, I these guys. I sworn that the brothers of uh, Joseph, Joseph and oh. his brothers like are the tribes. Oh, maybe. I didn't know that. I believe, I think, I think <laughs> Should so. I have known that? I might be wrong. But there, was there ever a clear line that was like, yeah, you're just supposed to know. They never really clearly said that, in my mind, in my memory. Yeah, I don't know, but, um, you know, I'm sure if, if I know my Bible, they're going to, if they told us once, they're going to tell us again. Yeah, I mean, they'll definitely come up again. I don't doubt that. But it's more of like, there's never been an exciting moment or an introduction where it's like, let's do all the... Yeah, I mean, that's maybe how Exodus should have arguably like started. If it had, if it didn't, we just forgot. Someone who sent an email did mention there's that chapter in um, the Iliad where it's just like explains everyone on the ships sailing mm-hmm. to Troy. And that would have been helpful. Like all the, you know, like these guys have brought these many people here. Are the that, that would have been a great time for a list of names. Yeah, like we're dying for a list of names. Yeah, at this point. But it would be better if it was like not only a list of names, but it's like you see one tribe was like hunting. Yes. They, and like one of the other tribe was like fishing. Yeah, of course. You're like, power. okay, got it. And yeah. maybe they have like an animal, you know, that like they're kind of in line with, you know, they're like wolf-like. But I kind of feel like you're repeating the Bible because they did, if I'm right, that the brothers are the tribes. Mm-hmm. They did say that. that one Jacob of them goes one by one and says what animal each of them is like. That's true. And, and they're like, remember, he's like, you're the water people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, so they did it. I think I think they did it. We just I stand forgot. corrected. It just didn't happen in the order I expected it. I didn't expect it to happen at a Don Rickles roast before Jacob died. Totally. Also, at that point, you're not. I don't think like I was like, oh, and these guys each are like going to be a dynasty. Right. Right. So when he's saying all these things, it was like this is so random. Yes, it was quite random. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. In the end, it was like a great opening scene to Exodus. our cool like Saturday morning cartoon with like the different tribes and the animals that they represent, like represent um, and tame and fight um, airbender. 
Airbender, the King Arthur. Yeah. Visionaries. That was one. I don't know that. I don't even know how I saw that. I think I just had a toy. I don't even know if I watched the show, but it was like they had like holograms. And if you rub the hologram, a little animal showed up. Oh, like Care Bears. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like armored men, Care Bears. Or like trolls. So many toys where you're like, rub the belly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's really like there's just not much they can do so it's rub, like you gotta rub, rub something rub the belly. rub something and something like a hologram will appear or like it'll smell or it'll smell or it'll be a jewel that you could make a wish on oh and by the way update on the scratch and sniff stickers that i uh oh yeah because you emailed this, i emailed this company they don't have frankincense and myrrh so they were like pick one of the smells on our list and there's some pretty interesting smells so they did have hay oh, so you can't you can make scratch and sniff stickers custom yeah, we could order of whatever you want and sniff. they have a list of smells that are available no but images images Mm-hmm. We could do it custom. Ooh. Could be us. Ooh. Yeah. And you said they have hay? Yeah, hay was one of the smells. Can you email me that list of smells? Absolutely. I could oh t- my gosh. Tell, show everybody. It's a public website. Well, don't tell everyone or else we can't, can't oh, have oh, a, oh, We can't surprise uh, them with our good hay smelling. Well, they'll just get their own. That's true. Everyone will just buy one for themselves when the smells yeah. they want, not the smells we want. And he put them on the shoulders of the ephod, that they should be stones for a memorial to the children of Israel, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he made the breastplate of cunning work, like the work of the ephod, of gold, blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine twine linen. It was four square, they made the breastplate double, a span was the length thereof, and a span the breadth thereof, being doubled. And they set in it four rows of stones. The first row was a sardius, a topaz, and a carbuncular, uh, and a carbuncle. This was the first row. Now, this, we've done this. I'm going to blow we've through We've definitely this. done this. And I do think it's so funny that it's just like a grid of like what they think are fancy stones. Yeah, but like a grid, not like well-designed. No, it's so ugly and so rudimentary. <laughs> it's like what a kid would do. And the second row, an emerald, a sapphire, and a diamond. And the third row, a liger, a, li- a ligure, a liger or a ligure, an agate, and an amethyst. And I think, I think, as I recall from our emails, one of our listeners thought this was a liger, like, uh, oh yes, like Napoleon Dynamite's yeah. lion tiger, like a lion and tiger hybrid. I think it was Moneybags. Uh, I believe it was uh, Moneybags. Bridget brought that up, but yes, it's it's a stone. It's a stone, not a, a animal. And the fourth row, a barrel, also not a barrel the way we're thinking of it, but a burial. <laughs> With a naked man in a- Like, yeah, hello. In it, who's going to jump- I'm poor. Yes, a poor naked man or someone who's going to like go jump down uh, Niagara Falls. Oh yeah, that's the other use of a barrel. <laughs> or to be thrown by Donkey Kong. Oh yeah. In onyx and a jasper. They were enclosed in ouches of gold in their enclosings, and the stones were according to the names of the children of Israel, twelve according to their names, like the engravings of a signet, every one with his name according to the twelve tribes. And they made upon the breastplate chains at the ends of wreathen work of pure gold. And they made two ouches of gold and two gold rings, and put the two rings in the two ends of the breastplate. And they put the two wreathen chains of gold in the two rings on the ends of the breastplate. And the two ends of the two wreathen chains they fastened in the two ouches and put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod before it. I, I still don't know what an ouch is, but I'm imagining 
they're so tiny, little delicate little pinches of out of gold. I th- my assumption is that it is a um, maybe because I think of the word pouch, like it's the, the what do you call like a placement for it, it's like a little cup where you put the uh, gem or the stone, like a socket. Yes, that's my guess. Yeah, okay. I but a honest, tiny one. I forget what so many of these words mean. I forgot what ephod is. Or what is the ephod? Is that the chest plate? That's the chest plate. Okay, okay. With all that. the jewels on it. Got it. That's the whole thing is the ephod. The whole thing's the ephod. Bulletproof ephod. Yeah, and there's a curi- curious girdle of the ephod. Mm, yes. I think is what holds the ephod. Oh, I see. I see. You need the curious girdle. Otherwise, you just have this breastplate that you can't put on. You can't do anything with it. But it's been fastened with gold to the shoulder to the shredder shoulders. They're essentially wearing also like um, a hockey goalie. Oh yeah, the just the protective equipment. Yeah, like they they're making an ephod and then like a cool goalie helmet like I, I used to love as a kid that hockey goalies would have sort of custom art on their helmets well shredder and hockey goalies and mm. ephods these are all of a piece yes you know, it's true like, i'm sure he was inspired by a hockey man mm-hmm. or maybe he was inspired by this yeah we should maybe we could get in touch with the um creators of the ninja turtles and ask if shredder is related to the ephod in any way i'm gonna say yes <laughs> Let's find him. I'm going to say, Another email well, like, and Samurai's. I know. I mean, but it's like he's inspired by Samurai. Samurai mm-hmm. are inspired by, like, I just think it all goes back, back to the to same the roots. Yep. And they made two rings of gold and put them on the two ends of the breastplate upon the border of it, which was on the side of the ephod inward. And they made two other golden rings and put them on the two sides of the ephod underneath toward the forepart of it over against the other coupling thereof above the curious girdle of the ephod. And they did bind the breastplate by his rings unto the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue, that it might be above the curious girdle of the ephod, and that the brace, the breastplate might not be loosed from the ephod, as the Lord commanded Moses. I like that. The Lord had to make sure make sure it's tight on there, okay? Because then the ephod's going to get loose. Yes, God. Yeah, got it. Got it. Oh, yeah. Don't make it loose. Don't make it loose. You know, I don't like that. I don't like when it gets all loose. Yeah, he's like a little hipster. Make yeah, it tight. Yeah, nice and tight, skinny. And he made the robe of the ephod of woven work, all of blue. And there was a hole in the midst of the robe as the hole of a habergeon with a band round about the hole that it should not rend. Wait, it said that he's wearing a robe that's all blue? Yeah. That shocks me a little bit. You mean because they've just been doing this whole blue purple scarlet thing for so long? Yeah, and I would think a robe would be white or something, you know, but a blue, big blue robe is pretty ostentatious. Yeah, I suppose so. You don't see that many like full blue, like I'm imagining royal blue, you know? Yeah, it's like more priest-like. Like a uh, Christian priest. Yeah, just a blue boy. And they put, there's a hole. Yeah, I don't know what the what hole is that? for. It's in the middle. It's in the midst of the robe. So it's like to put your head through? I assume so. A hole in the midst thereof for the head of the priest. They don't say what it's for. But I guess they just assume that it's like, you got to put your head through. Yeah. Otherwise it's a tarp. That's funny. If that's, if they have to explain that. I would like that. I mean, they explain everything else. They may yeah, why well wouldn't explain. they? Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, obviously, the hole is for the head. And they made upon the hems of the robe pomegranates of blue and purple and scarlet and twined linen. Not fine twine. I know. Sometimes they just say twined. Because it's just not as good. It's like, uh, what was the other? Oh, yeah. Pure gold and gold. And they made bells of pure gold 
and put the bells between the pomegranates upon the hem of the robe round about between the pomegranates. Wait, wait, so there are bells? Does that mean when he's walking, it's like jingling? They made bells. It's like when you enter, you know, a 7-Eleven or something, and they have like a bunch of jingle bells up there. Ding, ding, ding. Well, the pomegranates aren't real, in fairness. So maybe the bells are also a design? What kind of bell are you imagining? Like a taco bell? Like, boom, church bell? Yeah, church bell. What do you think? So little, yeah, little church bells are hanging i mean even if they're not no, but i'm saying they don't have to be yeah yeah but even if they're not functioning bells they're still ornamental and like probably moving around no no but what i'm yeah i mean they could be i don't know but i'm saying maybe these bells are a design oh okay so it's just like a, a drawing a, a, of an a etching bell. into it and et- the way like a drawing of the pomegranates i got it. it's not like a christmas ornament but i don't know i mean you could be right i'm just imagining a big blue i mean robe. i would love if it was like yeah just jangling <laughs> i wouldn't put it past them i mean they're ding, wearing ding, ding. i hope i guess they're gonna get to the crazy hat too right they got it right the hat with the writing on it i'm excited to see that i hope it comes up Okay, so there's bells, a bell and a all right. A bell and a pomegranate, a bell and a pomegranate, round about the hem of the robe to minister in as the Lord commanded Moses. I sometimes I think I'm losing my mind when they just repeat a sentence, a phrase. Yeah, it does seem weird. It's like a song suddenly. It's yeah, it's like a song. It's like it's bad enough to just repeat like a chapter or like an idea, but in a verse to just say like just say it again. Why not? <laughs> a bell and a pomegranate, a bell and a pomegranate. A bell and a pomegranate. And they made coats of fine linen of woven work for Aaron and for his sons, and a mitre of fine linen, and goodly bonnets of fine linen. Goodly bonnets? The new thing. I like that. Just that sounds nice, a goodly bonnet. Yeah. The, tur- the Oh, well, you have a mitre. Mine says turban. But that's the he- that's the head headgear. The bonnets must be for, like, the guys who are not the highest priest, but they're just part of the gang. I thought a mitre was, like, uh, what is a mitre? Oh, the mitre's the hat. Yeah, 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 that's the Pope hat. And linen breeches of fine twined linen. So mine says, or maybe, oh, maybe that's what you're about to get to, sashes. So I'm imagining giant robe, bells, ding, 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 jingling and jangling, and now he's got sashes on top of that. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Why? But okay. And a girdle of fine twined linen, and blue and purple and scarlet of needlework, as the Lord commanded Moses. And they made the plate of the holy crown of pure gold, here comes, and wrote upon it a writing, like to the engravings of a signet, holiness to the Lord. The best. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Bible, you can repeat that part, because just thinking about that is is the best. Holiness to the Lord. Yeah, we got it. (laughs) Write it right on top. Just in case it's not clear what this is all about. With this guy in his in this extremely hot robe, sashes, metal, jingling with bells. Still no shoes. (laughs) No shoes and 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 potentially no underwear because they make such a big deal about the steps. That's true. And it's oh yeah. And it's so hot. It's in the desert. Like you just hear hear Aaron walking around all day. (laughs) And they tied unto it a lace of blue to fasten it on high upon the mitre as the Lord commanded Moses. Thus was all the work of the tabernacle of the tent of the congregation finished. And the children of Israel did according to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so did they. And they brought the tabernacle unto Moses, the tent and all his furniture, his tatches, his boards, his bars, and his pillars, and his sockets, and the covering, 
of ram skins dyed red, and the covering of badger skins, and the veil of the covering, the ark of the testimony, and the staves thereof, and the mercy seat, the table, and all the vessels thereof, and the showbread, the pure candlestick with the lamps thereof, even with the lamps to be set in order, and all the vessels thereof, and the oil for light, and the golden altar, and the anointing oil, and the sweet incense, and the hanging for the tabernacle door, the brass and altar, and his grate of brass, his staves, and all his vessels, the laver, and his foot, the hangings of the court, his pillars, and his sockets, and the hanging for the court gate, his cords, and his pins, and all the vessels of the service of the tabernacle, for the tent of the congregation, the cloths of service to do service in the holy place, and the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and his garments' garments, and his son's garments, to minister in the priest's office, according to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so the children of Israel made all the work. And Moses did look upon all the work, and behold, they had done it, as the Lord had commanded, even so had they done it, and Moses blessed them. The end. I mean, I will say, they have emphasized this stuff so many times and for so long that there was a little bit, for me at least, some satisfaction in like, it's all here. You know, we've yeah. we've talked about it, we've tr- we've built it, now we've got it all together, all at the same time, for the first time, here it is. Like, there was some... Yeah, like... Uh majesty or like yeah like it all now they forced it it was not it wasn't as majestic as like just seeing it once it probably still would have worked they they did like build it up way too much but it got me a little bit that there's something happening here it was like the end of the 12 nights of christmas Mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. you're like this was a boring song but like the last one i do kind of want to hear it yeah it is like okay i'm glad that they're all you did the whole list the whole thing a partridge in a pear tree. Bang. I'm exhausted. I don't want to ever do that again, or, or like at least for the 12 nights of Christmas. It's like, I could wait a year to hear that again. I agree. And this, I'm good never hearing it again, but it's all here, guys. The tabernacle is set up. Let's do this. They got all this stuff. Now what? Well, now what? Yeah, there's one last chapter of Exodus. Truly, now what? I mean, I think it's just going to be more boring stuff, but, you know, it might be different. But it seems like there was so much, like, it seemed really final, like, that last chapter. Just like, and they brought the whole dang thing to Moses, and he's like, this is good. Thank you. Yeah, this is sort of the the next to last episode. You know, the Game of Thrones, episode nine, kind of takes care of, like, the big action. So maybe it'll be a big action scene. Oh, no, you're saying that. Oh, this was was the action. That was the Bible's version of a big action scene. Oh. (laughs) It's like a bunch of stuff being brought being to brought. Moses and him being like, looks pretty good. <laughs> looks good to me. Yeah, it's good. Thanks. <laughs> That's what God told us to do. I don't know. I don't have a say in it. I don't care. Poor Aaron sweating buckets. <laughs> Just so loud, driving himself crazy with his own bells. <laughs> I can't hear you, Aaron. You got to stop like moving around stop and moving. there can't be Just... any wind. <laughs> He's like, well, we don't have any walls. All we have is curtains. So the wind is going to affect the bells. Yeah. Well, I, th- I don't know. I thought we got through it. You know, and that's better than not, I think. I don't feel demoralized. No, again, I, I think that little that last little list and the fact that it's done, it gives us some energy moving into the next chapter, into the next book. Yeah, and a whole new book. I'm excited to see what this book is about. I think we're going to be truly entering. I couldn't even tell you, first of all, 
I don't know what the book is called. I, I do know. And I know it's going to be, you know, some more bumpy roads ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say that I'm excited, but don't be. OK, stop it. It's because someone warned us. We already got a warning about it. I do think it'll be interesting, but it, I don't think in the next book, I don't think we're going to get back to um, stories, stories of people quite yet. That's fine. Boy, it's, it, you know, but it is kind of nice to be like there are we have we are deep enough into the Bible that we can already say there are things we like, you know, that we look forward to. We look forward to the stories about people. Yeah. Versus the rules and the, um, you know, Other construction, stuff. the construction. Yeah, that's true. So that's something yeah. that's new. We didn't have that before we started reading. Not at all. Yeah. I'd say I don't know what the Bible is at all. Yes, and now if we bring up the Bible with someone, we could say, hey, what are your favorite parts? The stories about people, the instructions of how to build a tabernacle, or God explaining laws about oxen? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty disappointing that all we could say is we, all we know now is we like stories with people, but... Yeah, like that was kind of a given. <laughs> yeah, but but now we know that. Yeah, now we can say that for sure. We definitely prefer the stories with people. Should it come up in a conversation, which it won't... We could say that. We could say it in a time, in a situation that will never exist, and we would get nothing out of it when we said it. In How this. bad would that conversation have to be that an like someone would ask you, so do you like stories about people? You'd really have to be in prison. Right. Like you've run out. Like you've run just, out of If you're at that point in the conversation, you'd be like, well, nice meeting you. I'm going to go... Maybe yeah. try my luck with another conversation. Yeah, because this one really is like, rock out. bottom. No, you'd have to be stuck. It would have a really, de- a really desperate conversational situation. All right, well, we're prepared for that. Should it come up? Should it come up, we're ready. Thank you guys for all the support. All of the ratings, those five-star ratings on iTunes, it's helping us get the word out. It's helping us try to get on the heels of uh, sexy porn. Oh, yeah, who shall not be named. Who shall not be named uh, priest who reads the Bible. Screw that Thank guy. Thank you, Cooper Peltz, for editing this beautiful podcast for... Mere shekels. Let's let's try to bump up his shekels to talents. Yes, we would love to give him a talent of silver. A talent of silver would be nice for him. And in the meantime, keep talking to people about the show. Keep going to Subway and getting those sodas. Yeah, free sodas on us, baby. Yeah, we'll we'll settle it later and um, keep reading those Bibles. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye bye.